Welcome to The Villain Was Right, the podcast where we look at movies and TV shows from the villain's perspective and dare to ask, were they really all that bad? I'm your host, Craig Fay, And I'm your host, Rebecca Reeds. And this week on the podcast, we're talking about, we're continuing Romantic Movie Month with the Jennifer Lopez, Matthew McConaughey, The Wedding Planner. Falcon Wolf, buddy. Jesus Christ. I, (laughs) I was yelling through this whole movie. I was screaming at the screen. I was like, this is... This will not be a rewatch for me. No. This is the, no, this is dead in the water. I had never seen this movie before, and I, I will I not had, see it again. I had not either. But I will it, not see it again. But it, it, I remember it feeling like this was like a staple of like 2000s rom-coms. Like this was like Jennifer Lopez was big. Matthew McConaughey was big. Mm. Like this was like a, a movie that people really enjoyed. Back I It's blowing my mind. I yeah. got to tell you. Because yeah, like there are... Don't get me wrong. I love a rom-com. You know what I mean? There are classics I will go back to again and again, even once I disagree with. You know what I mean? Like, How to Lose a Guy in 10 Days. Classic. I will watch it again and again. I like it. It's a fun romp. You know what I mean? This, I'm like, every character's a nightmare. Everyone. Everyone's a nightmare. Everyone is wrong. (laughs) Everything is fucked. Please, for the love of God, just someone speak up. Like, well, like, and I think the distinction being is like in some of those other rom coms, it's like there's people who make bad choices or or have character flaws Mm. that sort of keep our characters apart, and then they learn how to deal with those and they come together, and they're like, yay! Despite like despite Mm -hmm. the problems, they come together. In this movie, it feels like. Oh, you are a fundamentally bad person, mm-hmm. and mm. and that's never really addressed. Nope. And then we put you. There's together no consequences. At the end. Yeah, yeah. No consequences to your bad actions. Anyway, the whole time I was watching this, I was like slam dunk. For oh the no, podcast. we're on, like, buddy. It, it's a very weird uh, dichotomy that I've developed in me, where I'm just <laughs> like, I don't like this movie, and I don't like these people. But I'm overjoyed because it'll work for the podcast. Oh, you know? I am so ready to fucking <laughs> shit on every single person in this movie. I'm jazzed. I'm, I'm jacked up right yeah, now. Yeah, yeah, same, <laughs> same. Um, so, guys, if you have not seen The Wedding Planner, basically it opens on, of course, it's a little girl fantasizing on having a wedding because... Why else would you want to be married if you hadn't yeah. dreamed about it since you were a child? Which is always so cute because I'm know. like, my Barbies were fucking. Yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> a little plastic on, <laughs> little plastic, on plastic action. Um, anyway, um, and that, of course, is our main character, Mary uh, Fiore, uh, played by Jennifer uh, Lopez, J-Lo, if you will. And uh, she grows, grows up to be a wedding planner, and we see her absolutely kicking ass planning this one. She's, she's doing got, a great job. She's got a utility yeah. belt. She's giving the bride's pep speeches. She's making sure everything's going on time. She's fucking killing it. And then we go like, oh, uh, we see that she's kind of like single or whatever and like not dating anyone. She's playing Scrabble with her elderly father who's like, by the way, um, since you can't, you, J-Lo, can't get a man, uh, I invited this dude from uh, Italy mm-hmm. where we are from and told him that you would be you would marry him. So Massimo shows up, who's just like this like comically dumb uh, guy who's like, I'm engaged to you. Uh, and, uh, <laughs> that's uh, exactly like, yeah. if you think that's an exaggeration, it is actually not. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and she's just like, dad, I can get my own man or whatever. I'm not that pathetic. 
Um, anyway, so she she is then like, oh, I'm going to get the Donnelly account, which is like these sort of nouveau rich people who want to have like high status in society. They, they made their money off of internet food or something. And there's going to be like the big event. And she's like, if I can get this wedding, this account, make me a partner in our wedding planning firm because I bring in five times the money and I'm the best one you have. Um, and anyway, so she meets with the uh, bride to be Fran or Francine, who is very nice. Yeah. <laughs> and then a little bit later, she gets her heel stuck in a uh, in a sewer grate and almost gets killed by a runaway dumpster. And uh, this guy, uh, Matthew McConaughey. Sorry, just run runaway dumpster. Runaway so dumpster funny. caused by a, a cab driver eating ice cream. cream. It yeah. was so fucking funny. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> I really, it honestly really Yeah, was. it was a really funny moment. Uh, and, and she meets this this guy who tackles her out of the way of this, this dumpster. Um, she wakes up in a children's hospital where he's a doctor. And he's like, my name's Eddie. And uh, and they they go on this like romantic date, and she goes absolutely like goes falls in love with him watching movies in the park, and they almost kiss, and it's so gorgeous. Anyway, rain interrupts them; they don't kiss. Fast forward to uh oh, Fran's there. I'd like you to meet my fiance, and wouldn't you know, it's Eddie slash it's Steve Edison. Um, so his real name's Steve and uh, then they all freak out because like why didn't you tell me we were engaged and we'll get more into that later anyway uh, long story short Massimo shows up and is a goofy guy and says we're engaged and he's like why are you mad at me for being engaged when we almost made out when you're engaged um Fran has to leave and go for business leaving the two of them to plan the wedding on, on their own they get drunk he hits on her very like so inappropriate we're gonna get into that comes back to the door anyway uh long story short the uh the wedding happens um they break up they're not gonna go through with it and he runs where she's decided to marry massimo they break up the wedding and the two of them get together they kiss at the end and the wedding planner and the fiance get together and yay no <laughs> no yay i am a no to the yay yeah yeah same same i'm a no to the yay um no i oh god i hated i hated it i hated everyone except for the fiance i was like no this woman's absolutely valid yeah um, oh God, where do you even start? <laughs> well, I think like, yeah. So I think to me, the main villains of this are sort of Fran, who is, does absolutely nothing villainous, mm -hmm. but I think we're supposed to be like, well, that's not the girl that um, Steve's supposed, supposed to be with. Because she wants him to run a fun, like a charity to, to, rather than be a doctor. Right. Yeah, and we'll get into that because oh my god! And then I think the other villain would sort of be Massimo, who shows up yeah, and is or, kind and of like her father, and her father in a, for in trying a way. to set it up. Yeah, yeah. Um, because it's like, well, he's weird and goofy, and uh, I don't mm. need him. And I'm here to defend both of those people to their core. I would also say, and we he we only see him on screen for like literally sixty seconds, but I would say her ex fiance as well. Oh, yes. Yeah, that felt like that was a storyline that was dropped. I think it was... I don't even know if it was a storyline that was dropped. 
I just kind of feel like it was like supposed to be our reveal of like, oh, this is the way, this is why she is the way she is. Yeah. And I'm like, well, that's dumb. <laughs> <laughs> That's fucking dumb. It is. You know what? If I, I if you don't mind, I'd love to start there. Yes, just please. because it's so it's such like a minor throwaway thing, but I really believe it's supposed to be their justification of, you know, why she acts the way she acts and that sort of thing. But okay, I gotta be honest with you, and this is maybe just my own personal opinion. I'm not gonna put that on anybody else, but on site, if you and I don't, you know what I mean? Even on our way to the altar or whatever, I think it was the rehearsal dinner where she found out, like they, she found them making out in a closet. Her, yeah. her ex-boyfriend, or With sorry, her ex- his high school sweetheart. His high school sweetheart. And she in was like- her car. In her car, yeah. They were like, she was like, you know, I should have known she was trying too hard she was helping me too much with the wedding. She was too close with him. He kept saying, you know, they're just friends, they're just friends, whatever. I will say this. If I'm in a relationship with you and you cheat on me, but you end up with that person, you get married with them, you're starting a family with them. Who the fuck am I to be in the way here? I'm sorry. I know that sounds insane. Yeah. Maybe that's really unhinged, but there is something in my heart of hearts where I'm like, if you actually end up with that person and you're just not, you know, displaying a pattern of cheating where you're yeah, just like yeah, constantly yeah. a cheater because like anytime I'm like, Oh, any, you know, it's like that old thing that everybody says, but it's like, Oh, you know, it's if they cheated on, if, if you were the person they cheated on with, they're going to do that to you. Yeah. But in this cinematic universe, this is not what has gone down. No, okay? he's this far. guy risked it for the biscuit. Okay, he fucking knew what time it was. He saw his opportunity. He was like, actually, this is the woman I was meant to be with. I mean, how is that any different than what happens at the end of this movie? Right. Oh, I mean, by the moral standard of this movie, he's in the clear. Yes, for sure. Same, yeah. same. Didn't even get to the wedding day. No, which is. Way like it's a little close. The rehearsal dinner is a little close to line. Yeah, don't get me wrong. Mm -hmm. A little too close. Yeah, you're not getting some deposits back. No, for sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're having that party. But I just think if you end up with that person, like that was maybe like yeah, you you realized in that moment that you'd made a bunch of wrong decisions. That was genuinely your person, and I would argue a much more valid reason to leave somebody. Then for somebody you went on a half date with. Oh, yeah. A fucking half a sip of a date. Yeah. Nothing. Okay. Barely anything. You went and watched the movie. This guy, for some reason, this doctor's like, it was the funnest night of my life. I was like, that is the most depressing thing I've ever heard in my fucking life. That was the greatest night of your life? That yeah. was the funnest night of your life? Sitting what? in a park? What? Fucking talking about how I mean, you... that's a good date, but still... Yeah, it's fine. It's fine. Talking but about how like... you only eat the brown M&Ms, which is, I'm sorry, the dumbest fucking thing. They're candy-coated, you <laughs> dumb fuck. I'm furious. Furious the whole movie about that. I wrote the exact same thing. <laughs> the, they de the chocolate isn't dyed. The candy coating it's, on side It's candy coated. I don't care if you're talking about it, Smarties or M&M's or whatever the fuck you're talking about yeah. or some mystical yeah. fucking yeah. movie candy. Fuck you. <laughs> They're all dyed. <laughs> yes. They're and, all dyed. And you know how I, I yes. One, bite into an M&M and you'll see. It is the brown chocolate. Then there is a white, like very small white. Yes. Coating, it is a delicious candy-coated treat. Yes. I, I would argue, 
peanut M&Ms, I think is A plus. See, we're, never I, gonna, we're never going to Oh, I'm a peanut better. butter lady myself. Not, those are good. Uh, but I think peanut M&Ms for me are the, the ultimate. And I had one once where it was like kind of deformed. Like the, mm-hmm, dye, yeah. the dye didn't get mm. to like one spot because it maybe stuck to a different M&M. But it was like a white circle. Of course. And then had like the rest of the dye and then the chocolate. So I'm so glad that you Buddy. pointed that out. He said that out loud and I went, you're a doctor. <laughs> <laughs> you're a doctor, sir. Yeah. Like, what are you talking about? Also, it's one of those things where you're like, this is a fun little quirky personality trait of mine. Mm. And you're like, oh, on first view, you're like, how interesting. And then you sort of think about it a little longer. You get to know him a little bit more and you're like, but that's like, that's a, whole personality thing for you. Like 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 you hang your coat on that a little bit. Like mm. I'm the guy who takes everything I want out of a bowl and leaves the rest for the uh, few yeah, fucks. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. I take what I want. I'm very picky. I'm like, also, I think I'm that not would very be, fun. I'm not very fun. Like I, I think a better plot point would be like, oh, we kind of like match each other. You do know what I mean? Oh, I only eat the red ones. I only eat the brown yeah, ones. Yeah, it's whatever. like it's kind of like that olive theory. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like I, I love when I go out to dinner with somebody and they're like, oh my god, I hate tomatoes, and I'm like, oh, buddy, <laughs> <laughs> I fucking love tomatoes, yeah, and like I will have all your tomatoes. Pickle people. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'll have yeah. all your tomatoes. You, you know, something where it's like, oh, like. There's something a little more going on here than just sharing information about each other. Right. Where it's like, oh, you you guys have locked into something here. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, I was watching, um, I was at a cottage last week and we all uh, were binge watching Love on the Spectrum. Right. And there were two people that had uh, do- like Shih Tzus that were both named after Star Wars characters. Oh, great. And I was like, get down on your knees. Yeah. Get down on your knees. Like, it's done. Okay. You found it. Yeah. You found your motherfucking person. That's That's crazy. Okay, and I would buy into this movie way fucking more if, if there they was had some connection. If they had stuff in common other than I saved you because you're an idiot. Yeah, <laughs> my little M M&M and M game I always play with Cat is I'll take a handful of them and mm-hmm. I'll hide them. And I'll be like, pick a color, and then she gets all the ones that match that color. Oh, see, that's fucking cute as right? hell, man. Right? That's cute as shit. I love that. And then sometimes, like, there's no browns or something. I'll be like, all right, you can still get a couple. <laughs> <laughs> and also, she's free to take yeah, the Yeah, of M&Ms course. From yeah, the she's an adult well. woman yeah, yeah, that yeah. is allowed to have I'm as not, many I'm M&Ms. Not guarding as she... the M&Ms. No, it's just like a cute game yeah. you guys play. And exactly. I love that. Yeah, so that at least is something. But, like, yeah, the, I'm sorry. Like, uh, this man is a predator. He's a fucking trash bag. He's, dude. so first of all, like, he, the meat cue, like, when they first meet, like, mm-hmm. By all means, get uh, get the woman out from underneath a rampaging. Absolutely, thing. she's gonna die. But he tackles her. Mm-hmm. She's then clearly concussed, and she's like, "Why are you still on top of me?" And he's just like on her for yep. a creepy long period mm-hmm. of time, um, and then doesn't take her to the hospital. Takes her takes to his, his hospital, his children's hospital. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry. A children's hospital is not set up for like adult head injuries, or even you know, if it is, dude. Tiny... Like, why does it have to be you? Yeah. Why does it have to be? Yeah. And then he's like, I don't know, hitting on her almost right away. Yes. Even though she's still goes concussed. out on a da- a clear date, like a <laughs> clear. I'm sorry. 
There's no like, well, nothing really happened. And oh. We oh. only we only danced together in a park. Yeah, I just I just went out with a random woman and her friend that I just met. Right, just met one of who is ostensibly a patient of mine. Yes. Right. So there's there's immediately that. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, professional conflict or whatever. But he's like, I'm a children's doctor, so it's fine. I don't, I don't treat adults, yes. except you did. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And then his defense of it later, when he gets found out, first of all, he tells her a fake name. Rage. Like he's Steve well, Edison. It's his, it it is his name. Yeah. It is technically his name. So he tells her Steve, and everyone calls him Eddie because his last name is uh, Eddie Edison. Edison. But you know what you're doing there, right? Like, you, you go, hi, I'm Steve. Mm-hmm. Everyone calls me Eddie. Yeah. You know? I'm gonna, yeah, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to get... It wasn't the biggest point for me, but I'll, I'll, I'll agree with you on, on that. On top of everything else. Oh, yeah, no, you're being it sneaky. It shows a pattern of... You're being sneaky. Yeah. Like, like, if you met someone and they're like, you hadn't been out on a date, mm-hmm. they've been introduced to you as Eddie at one point, and yep. then they're introduced as Steve, and you're like, what? And you're like, oh, Steve Edison... I go by Eddie. My real name's Steve. You'd be like, fine. If that had been a person that you'd been on a date with, where you later find out that there was other suspicious things going on, you're like, oh, you have you have a, a buddy. An I've had alias. a guy give me a. You've got an alias. I had a I had a guy give me a wrong name. Yeah. yeah. Like and I, then tried to play it off later, like, oh well, you know, it's just that on Facebook, so that's what it showed up as. On I'm like, I literally called you by the name you gave me. I don't know, 50 times yeah. over the course of our date, you could have corrected me at any moment. Sorry, that's my middle name. I just use it on Facebook because of... And I was like, yeah, 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 okay, yeah, yeah. So we don't want to And that it. person did turn out to be a big fucking predator. Right? So, yeah. Um, yeah, and he's... Uh, what is the... I have it here. Um, oh, oh, sorry, this line. It's, I don't know. It's <laughs> There's so, so fun- many insane it's lines so in this movie. movie. This is like she wakes up from like a coma, essentially, mm-hmm. or like being unconscious. And he goes, "I sorry, I had to go through your wallet to find like your contacts. Kind of fine, you know, like. Oh, no, that emergency. actually makes sense. You should, and, yeah. And then he goes, um, I've never met anybody who alphabetizes their credit cards before. Let me just stand on this point right here. What a fucking insane thing to say to somebody. First of all, it's supposed to paint her as like this, like I'm this control freak. Do you know how many? Do you know how many credit card brands there are in the world? Mm. Amex, Mastercard, Visa. As far as I, sure, there's other banks or whatever, but it's Amex, Mastercard, and Visa. Basically, three cards. Do you mm. know how difficult it is to alphabetize those? Not very, you have a one in six chance of randomly putting them in your wallet I, and alphabetizing it. Like, just to be like, I don't know. It's weirder so to p- notice. Like, <laughs> Thank you. Yes, it's yes. way weirder to notice. I, You could show me a full bookshelf that's been alphabetized, and I'd be like, I wouldn't even notice. <laughs> I wouldn't even fucking notice. There's no fucking way I'd notice that. <laughs> You can show me, but like just shelves on shelves. And I'd be like, sick. Rebecca going into a library being like, is there some order to this? Yeah. (laughs) How do you find I don't know. (laughs) You know what I mean? Yeah, I know. Unless you literally tell me that there's something going down here, I'm not going to notice that detail. Thank you. It's a weird power move, I guess is what I'm Mm -hmm. trying to say. It's like being like, I commented on your your organization. I noticed you. (laughs) I noticed your wallet. And his defense of it is like, oh, you can't. Why does that sound? I'm sorry. I noticed your wallet sounds disgusting. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I noticed your flesh wallet. 
Why does that sound like vagina to me? Yeah. Anyway, sorry. <laughs> yeah. I'm also, can I, can I just bitch you something? Yeah. I don't think this guy's, I don't even know if this guy's a doctor. I think he's like a guy that like somehow skirted, paid off a bunch of people. Like, I don't think he should be medically taking care of anybody. Firstly, for the candy thing. Fuck yeah. that. Okay, that on site is enough for me. Secondarily, later in this movie, we watch a man, we watch a, this doctor roast a marshmallow over a candle, and I just need to tell you, team, do not do that. Thank you. Do not do that, okay? I, I looked at that and I was like, this is the no, grossest. It's, it's so toxic. It is so <laughs> bad for you. You yeah. should absolutely, that will give you cancer. Okay, you can't. What the fuck? Because it is directly what is being burned. Okay, you're just waxing up your fucking marshmallow and going, all right, right, right in yeah. the gullet there. I Whatever know. scent is in it. And that was a scented candle. Yes. Oh, my God. I know 10-year-olds that know you shouldn't do this. What the fuck are you? I would question this man's medical degree is all I'm saying. Yeah. <laughs> it's not romantic. It's I looked at that and I was like, that is so gross. I honestly, on site, like, I was like, I was already like, out before. Do it over the, you know, the gas stove or something, but like, ugh, gross. Um, I can't, ugh. ugh I'm going to bomb uh, it. Also, not an appropriate time for fire, but we'll get back to that <laughs> in a second. Because like his defense, so so they they finally meet and it's at this dance, uh, the, the dance rehearsal for the wedding, right? They're learning mm. how to ballroom dance. Fran shows up with uh, Mary, and then it's like, whoa, surprise, surprise. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Uh, fiance. And gotta... we also find out that he told his fiance that he saved an elderly woman. woman. Yes, yes. And also, he told her. So they're dancing on the mm -hmm. date, right? And she goes, "How do? You, where'd you learn to dance so well?" And he goes, "Oh, my grandmother, you know, put me in lessons when I was a kid." We find out almost immediately, no, 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 he was lying about that. He knows how to dance because he's been going to dance lessons with his fiance to learn how to dance for their wedding. That's how he knows how to dance. Yeah. So like the lies from that like first date, like as you said, like a near mm -hmm. nothing date and the lies have piled up so quickly, unreal. And and his defense of it is, is like, I didn't do anything wrong. I like movies. Uh, I was invited. I had the night off. The dance didn't mean anything. And then she goes, well, why'd you almost kiss me? And he goes, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. doesn't answer her. Doesn't answer yeah. her. What then, a psychopath. And then he goes, well, it's your fault too. You smelled so good. Oh. Uh, oh. Listen. The, the, the. The, the 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 amount of wrongness yeah, dude, <laughs> that I, is happening is like I happen to wear a perfume that you like versus I gave mm -hmm. you the wrong name. I lied about why I know how to do this. I lied about who I am. I lied about my, my social thing. I was like, I was like, this isn't a date. I tried to kiss you, but it's not a date. We were dancing, but it's not a date. I didn't do anything wrong. It's your fault for making you me want you so bad. I, yeah. Yeah, it's your fault for making me want you so bad. That yeah. is fucking wolf, dude. That is what he's dripping. And I will say, and no offense to Matthew McConaughey, but I got to tell you, this is not the height of Matthew McConaughey hotness. Yeah. We dipped a bit in this movie. I, I don't know what era this was. Like, I don't know if we didn't. 
I don't know if it's like a hair plug thing or like we needed some more skincare. I don't know what was going down, but I'm like, oh no, you lock into something like, I don't know, a year or two from now. I don't know what okay. the timeline is, but I was like, this is not the high. Like, maybe he was like mid between like young hot guy and like. I don't know what, yeah, maybe there's a, like a transitional period happening here where I'm like, cause this is not, this is not height of McConaughey. So I'm like, I don't even You're think. You're a big personality person though. And I, I think am. that like, I think that's May changing oh, me a little bit. Oh, interesting, Craig. You're, pr you might be right actually. Yeah. Because I am real, like, if I think you're an asshole, I literally can't find you hot. And he is such a cunt in this movie. Yeah. And that and it is probably. Mm, like, and even in, even in contrast to How to Lose a Guy in 10 Days, which we re did somewhat recently. He's hot in that movie. He's mm -hmm. hot in that movie, which I don't think was that far away from this one. But, like, mm -hmm. he has some slightly redeeming qualities in that. Yeah. That, like, and, and you sort of see it, and they're both bad people. Whereas in this one, it's just him being a real bad guy to a woman who does not deserve it. Yeah, and it's it, first. It, it, there's no way they end up together. Like I'm sorry, long like long term, no, they no, don't end up no, together. No, no. You don't leave your wedding for the person you're gonna end up with. Like the little speech he gives her in the doorway when she's all hair. He's like, you oh. know, like I don't, I don't really know anything about you, but I know the curve of your cheek. I don't think I know the twinkle in your eye. I'm like, I would slam the fucking door on this motherfucker so fast. I don't know any. Don't start with I don't no. know anything about you. Okay. And, and can we just like reverse? Because that whole scene, that whole <laughs> is a fucking nightmare. Yeah. This is this is the scene where he's roasting marshmallows. Yeah. This is whatever. Okay. And it does feel like there is a missing scene here. And, and it does. It really does. It yeah. really does. And um, they see her ex-fiance and the woman he cheated with pregnant at the thing. She kind of loses it. We like smash cut directly from that to her being fall Shit down drunk. Shit fall can. down drunk. Yep. Cannot get home. Mm -hmm. Can't find mm -hmm. her keys. Like, like we all been there, you know? Yeah. It's not good. But also fucking melting down in the street. Like she's she's saying things like, she, like sad broken woman. She's like, I don't have time to shop for myself. Mm. I don't. I'm a control freak. I chase everybody away. Like, it doesn't matter if these things are true. She's saying them to herself, and she's fucking spiraling. Oh, I know a spiral. Uh, yeah. I've been in a oh, couple yeah. of spirals. <laughs> yeah. Yep. This is a call Rebecca moment. Oh uh, yeah. yeah, call yeah. Craig. Yeah, call Craig. Yeah, uh, I got that. <laughs> but there was no, and like so, so she has clearly seen something that really upsets her. She's decided to go get drunk, and that's the other thing. We don't know if she decided to go get drunk and had one too many, or if this was his idea and he's been feeding her tequila all night. You're so funny because You're right, like this fucking because he's not he's not drunk. That is interesting. Yeah, and he does wait for that opportunity to really hit on her. I, I needed that scene where it's her decision to keep drinking. Yeah. And he's like, whoa, slow down. Slow down. Let me help you. Like, like yeah. you, you know, that's like 40%. Mm. You Like, you realize that's 40%. Um, Don't confess your feelings to me when I'm wasted. Oh, not no. Not when I'm wasted, no, man. No, no. This is not the time. First, and like, fine, help her up to her apartment. Mm. It's fucking weird because like whatever, but she's not making it there on her own. 
I get it. And then leave, man. Don't light candles and roast marshmallows. Or fire in that situation? No, leave her alone. No, you get her a fucking bucket is what you do. You get her a bucket, you lay her on a towel, and you you, you put a big fucking glass of water next to her. Yeah, and then you bounce out. And you bounce out. Respectfully. This uh, a man bottle of found food. <laughs> he's been rummaging around in her apartment. He found a stick. He found food. He's he's lighting <laughs> candles. He's making himself at home. Yeah. <laughs> and you know what? I'll even give him toast. <laughs> <laughs> like, no, because like, give him toast. I'm dropping you at your place uh, and you're that drunk. Mm-hmm. I'm like. Rebecca, maybe a my dry girl, piece of toast. We're having yeah. a, we're having a piece of toast before you go to bed because you need something. And sometimes you got to do that thing where they're like a literal kid, and you're like, "I'm gonna have a piece of toast too, buddy. We're just gonna sit here and have our pieces also, of toast." I'm I'm a big fan of toast after the bar. I'm not gonna lie. I think if you <laughs> a little like what's it like really warm with the peanut, you know, when the peanut butter like really you're runs so on funny. it. I get anyway. unhinged, man. That's where uh, like if I get home from the bar and I'm hungry. I'm like literally gonna be like, okay, I'm gonna whip myself up a bechamel and like fucking. Yeah, you like, made me Annie's uh, cheese dinner one time. Mm-hmm. That was like, that was from heaven. That was I'm like a exactly, mac and cheese lady. That's exactly yeah. what we need. And by the way, um, we're gonna we're gonna get back to mac and cheese in a minute when we talk about Massimo. But like, we're not. Oh yeah, we're not iconic, we're iconic. Not gonna, um, <laughs> it's this anyway. This this drunken scene is the sleaziest fucking thing. Mm-hmm. The whole time I'm just like leave, leave now. Leave now. This is so inappropriate. Do not make this the 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 romantic turn of the movie where we both realize that we want each other because she's way too drunk for this. Way too drunk for this right now. Like she was a sad That's the thing. Hollywood movies need to figure out what the same level of drunk is. Mm. You know, where it's like you know, if two characters are both fall down and they kind of like make out a little bit and then like go their separate ways, I'm fine with that, Valid, right? Yeah, you know, but the massive power imbalance here, you know, especially from somebody who's been lying the entire time. Yeah, just everything out of this man's fucking mouth is a lie, and like we, I don't or a justification or for justification, the lie. and like if it wasn't, I I don't even know. Like when it, she was when they were dancing together, I don't even think the big point is that you know you try it. Why we had this lingering moment or whatever? Because I think you can even justify getting out of that and being like, "Well, no, we didn't. Like that was in your head or whatever." Why did you call me an old lady? Yeah, that's where I really yeah. hang my hat. Yeah, the second you're lying, you're in the wrong. You know you're wrong. Yeah, you because he knows he's wrong. He just knows it. Yeah, he's lying to his fiance about it because he knows he's fucking wrong. If it was, if he was just like, no, that was normal, like nothing happened, then this woman would know, oh, you saved a lady, you went out to a movie afterwards, whatever. Like if it was yeah. as casual yeah. as you were person, saying. I met this person, I had yeah. the night off, movies in the park, whatever, we ate yeah, M&M's, yeah, yeah. like whatever. And I just want to say, like, let's jump into Fran for a second. Sorry. Oh, so much to say. Yeah, I know. <laughs> there, is, there is no way that Fran doesn't know. Oh yeah, cause she can smell it, man. She can smell it, but also here, let's let's lay this out. So first of all, Fran, mm-hmm. lovely person. She is she, lovely. She starts off with she comes. She's to, really nice. She comes to a wedding to like see what Mary can do, mm-hmm. right? As like, I'm interested in hiring you, and is immediately to her parents like, don't drink the champagne. We're not guests here. Um, we're just here to see how she set it up. That's not for you. What 
that's so kind, right? Even she's if, a very considerate even person. Even if J Lo yeah. was like, it's fine, it's fine. Like, mm-hmm. have a glass of wine. It's a you know, it's open bar, whatever. Yeah. Like, it doesn't matter. She's just like, no, no, no. Like, my parents are th- these weirdo. Yeah. We want to be rich. We want to be nouveau rich. And she's mm-hmm. very down to earth and kind. Secondly, she gets so excited for Mary Jennifer Lopez when she's told the story of I met this wonderful guy. Mm-hmm. We had this romantic date. She is. She goes from client to full on. There for you, girl. Yeah, girl. Go get it. Get your man. She's never a bitch, and it could have been so easy to write her as one. Yes. And, and okay, but she knows the detail of the story. She knows uh, he was a doctor. Mm-hmm. He saved me. He took me to this thing. And then later in the movie, she's driving up with them to the Napa, the a potential venue, the, the vineyard. Oh, that's right. And... She goes, by the way, whatever happened to that guy mm-hmm. that you were like head over heels Over for? the moon about like, him. And just being like so enthusiastic, really wanting to know. And J-Lo goes, oh, it turns out he was the fiance of one of my clients. First of all, how many clients do you have right mm. now? Second of all, oh, he was a children's doctor <laughs> that saved you. He's what a coincidence. There's, that is what a smart a woman. Yeah. She has put that together. There is no, like she, like I think from that point on in the movie, mm-hmm. she, like her doubt at the end about whether or not she wants to marry this guy is entirely based off of that moment. And okay, I would love to talk about that moment because I actually think that's one of the cruelest scenes in the movie. And it really, really bothers me. So Fran is in um, J-Lo's office. Yeah. And she's clearly upset. And she's like, I just don't know, like, if if we should get married. Like, I don't know about this. I'm having big doubts. And it's supposed to, I think, like, in in the mind of this movie, it's like, well, look at, look at J-Lo making this, this moral sacrifice of going, oh, well, I kind of move into this guy, but I'm going to give you the same speech I've given to every other person in this movie about how, no, it's you're so special, you're so kind for each other. This is just cold feet or whatever, yeah. I cannot, that is the fucking cruelest. I'm like, that's so fucking cruel with the information that you have. For somebody to come to you and go, look at all this, I don't know if I like this, and you know it's going wrong? And you don't say that to that person or go, you know what? Honestly, she wouldn't even have to push that far. I would just be like, maybe you shouldn't fight your instincts on this. Yeah. As a wedding planner, I see a lot of these things happen. I'm getting a bit of a vibe here too. Maybe you should at least bump this down the road a little bit. Because this is a three-month turnaround on this wedding. Yeah, yeah, I'd be like, maybe, like... Maybe we were in a rush to get this done. Let's, let's bump it by a couple of months. Let's see, maybe go home, have this conversation with him. Direct, at, at minimum, direct this woman back to Makana. It'd just be like, yeah. you should go home and talk to your husband or your fiancé about this. Because she knows he's feeling the same way. This is going to open up this conversation where we're not losing a million dollars. Yeah. And professionally even, like there's a, prof- a, a professional reason where, why J-Lo wants to stay with this wedding for this wedding to go through because that's what's yep. going to make her the big bucks and it makes, and her, it makes partner, her partner in the thing. But completely selfishly motivated. But even that, like you, nobody blames the wedding planner when 
a wedding doesn't happen. You know, yeah. like unless it didn't happen because they didn't book the venue. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, or something you big know, went down. Like, yeah, yeah. But like everyone's like, wow, you you landed the big uh, Connolly or Donnelly account. I forget what it is. Yeah. Um, it's like and and the big wedding and it was going to be in three months and then mm. they decided they didn't want to get married anymore. That doesn't reflect poorly on you. No. You know. And also, while we're talking about the wedding planner, I just love that at the beginning of this movie, they're like, "Oh, do you see? That's the wedding planner." Like this is the, uh, the, the hilarious. Crowd. And they're like, "She must live such a romantic life." And I was like, "Who?" fucking thinks that planning weddings is romantic. No, I've never... I was like, <laughs> I, I I, wouldn't be like, oh, she's, she's, you know, being carried by doves and ribbons all yeah. over the place. I'd be like, oh, damn, that's a girl who has a good relationship with her vendors. Uh, yeah! Well, that's, that's what a, a woman savvy who, business woman. <laughs> yes. That's a woman who spends a lot of her days on the phone, dealing with logistics. I'm not... Like, I think that's why you hire a wedding yeah. planner is so you can focus on all the romantic fucking shit and they deal with all the, the, the garbage. The background bullshit. Yeah. Also, Just so I would, funny to me that they think that being a wedding planner is a romantic life. I don't know. I would just like to say also that the 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 peak into her life, because they, they, they do that and then it's like smash cut to her regular evening and she's prepping her food and she has her glass of wine and she sits in front of the TV and watch Antique Roadshow and I cannot imagine how that is not a perfect evening. I'm like, that's, you're so serene. You eat what you want, you watch what you want, you're in your beautiful house, you're very successful. I don't think this is sad. <laughs> it wasn't sad to me at all. I, wasn't sad I was at like, all. Oh, I was like, this is a great night. Oh, so you're a person who goes home after your job. Yeah. Is exactly what I thought, right? Also, this girl is working every weekend mm. in the summer. Do you think she gets a weekend off? No. 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 Not if you're good at your job. No. She's maybe has Sundays off. Yes. Maybe. You know, because who but anyway, it's like, no, I, I was like, I love this girl. Like she's what she's she's fucking good at her job, other than breaking the cardinal rule of, of falling in love with the groom. I was like, how many times could that have possibly happened for that to be the car? I broke the cardinal rule. I mean, yeah, that's one of them. That's so yeah. That's just also like a life rule for a yeah, lot of people. Just don't fall in love with the groom. My, that line, and you know what else was killing me? I was uh, I saw your article in Yahoo, and I can't, I can't figure you. Oh, uh, yeah. The other one was I uh, uh, I stuck my number on a sticky note to your Palm Pilot. <laughs> Hilarious. I was like, that, there are very few lines. Oh, they're of the time. Yeah. It was like, so you didn't put the number in the Palm Pilot. No. You took a piece of paper sticky note and attached it to the outside of the Palm Pilot. Mm-hmm. Wow. Damn, dude. What a, what a, yeah, what a, what a little snapshot in time. I love it. Um, yeah, I love Fran so much. She deserves so much better. Oh, Fran deserves the world because this. Um, just to close the the Fran yeah uh, chapter of of this podcast. Um, so what the way they end up breaking up is on their wedding day. And she says, "Are you breaking up with me on and my wedding day?" She is correct. Okay, because yeah. that is exactly what he's doing. And kind of gives her this thing of like, no, like, don't get me wrong. Like, he was like, if you love me and you want to marry me, I'll go to the end of that aisle right now. And I'm like, 
oh, be still my beating heart. Like, what the fuck kind of offers that? Yeah. Oh, if you really want to, I guess we will. Buddy, you're the worst. This man is the fucking worst. And knowing what she knows at this point. Yeah, knowing what she knows, having the doubts that she, like, and it's like, like, yeah, they've been dating since university or college yeah. or whatever. And it's just like, yeah, it's been. And also, I just, I didn't, I need to point. Sorry, I'm not done with Fran because I have so much <laughs> okay. more to say. Keep she, going. She, keep going. Yeah. They, yeah he says yeah. it's like, oh, well, we're just different people now, which is fine. You do change. But mm-hmm. we learn Fran was so fucking fun in college. That is she true. Was, he's like, she was a bookie. She ran she her own thing. I was the fucking sniveling bookworm, yep. and she chose me. She was the fun one, and She's she cool. chose me. And she continues to be she cool. She continues to be cool. Yeah. She, she started her own online food business and is fucking killing it. She's running out to... She's cool. And the other thing she... Uh, um, she's... Uh, the the only other thing that you could maybe cast her as like a little controlling mm. in is the like oh yeah I'm he's gonna I'm gonna tap him to run a children a pediatric children's charity right yeah. wouldn't that be so great and J Lo goes like oh well, he seems pretty happy with um being a doctor with kids and she kind of goes like well he has trouble leaving things behind mm-hmm. and he doesn't always know exactly what he wants let me just say there's a version of the script where that's that's done in a, a bitchy way or like yeah. a mean way or a controlling way like ah he does what i want yeah. i'm rich and powerful i mean if you take this in the context of the rest of the movie that man does not know what he wants no that man does not know he what he wants he needs guidance he needs guidance yeah he he wants this he just doesn't know it yet is just kind of like. I know him really well. I know him yeah. really well. We've been together for seven years. He wants to do this. He wants to have a greater impact. He just doesn't see that this is the way. He, to do yeah, it. he, doesn't, he see doesn't see the big picture yet, but he will. Yeah, he, yeah. These 100%. are the plans that we've had. Like, or he's not ready to leave yet, and will be in five years. You know, like yeah, it's like and a, she's she's also not like a jealous woman or anything. She's literally like, I'm sorry, I have to go deal with business. Dance with this hot woman. Like she is. Yeah. Chilling. Yeah. Okay. Very cool. Yeah. I would absolutely date Fran. Okay. She's a ten out of oh, ten. G- Fran is a mm-hmm. A plus pick. Yeah. A plus Grab- pick. A plus pick. Every every she she's the third option. P- and speaking of A plus picks, I think we got to cruise over to Massimo. Massimo. Massimo, my boy. My my, my boy. Hi. <laughs> <laughs> first, yeah. Go. Okay. So first, okay. So. Massimo and her father kind of get lumped into the same plot line is what I'm going to say. Um, because his father, her father, uh, brings this guy, I think like from Italy, (laughs) he's just like, listen, like you've been struggling now. I think, you know, the jump to marriage is fucking lunacy. But what we find out later is that is how, um, her father and mother got together. It was an arranged marriage. Yeah. Okay. So in his head, this is kind of like, okay, well, maybe this is the route for you. So I don't think it's like malicious or overbearing. It's just kind of like, this worked for me and your mother. You know, things haven't worked out with men for you. Maybe this could be, and this is a guy that you've known your whole life. Yeah, they were, they knew each other. You grew up together. Yeah. Yeah. You were, you were children together. You grew up together. Um, now this guy comes in guns a blazing. You know what I mean? Massimo is a, uh, he's a force. (laughs) He enters a room and you notice. Yes, absolutely. But 
his intentions and and motivations are so much better than anybody else's in this movie, really. Yeah. He's just like, no, like I he he gives a couple of really like beautiful speeches in it where he's like, no, like I just if you marry me, like I will love you more than anybody will love you. Oh. Like I will dedicate my life to you. I wrote this down because for an arranged marriage pitch, I was like, excellent. Excellent. He goes, they we barely know each other. Um it's like, yeah, I will build you a house and take care of you, and no one will love you as much as I love you. I mean, like he's he's not overselling it. He's like, I I am looking for someone I can provide for and and support and help, and I I and in return for that, I promise to love you. And he's like super supportive through the whole thing of just like as soon as she's like, no, I don't want to do that, and he's like, okay, well, can we be friends? Can we hang out as friends? I'm gonna make you some craft dinner. <laughs> yeah, which is that that I wanted to get back to that. The mac and cheese. Because yeah. I cannot believe that a man from Italy <laughs> is oh, going no, to no, gonna not a chance. All ever do a boxed mac and cheese for you. I had I knew a guy in university, Italian guy, he was mm-hmm. in the room next to me, and he I remember him saying to me once, he's like, if I get married and my wife ever serves that shit to our kids, I'm divorcing her right away. And me, my white ass, uh, being like, well, what's wrong with like craft mac so and cheese? Funny. And he goes, it's so easy to make that from scratch. <laughs> yeah. Like, and make it good. He's mm-hmm. like, I would never serve that garbage. I was like, oh, this is the first time that like as a, I'm going to use their word, a gringo. Uh, <laughs> no, sorry, munja cake. Gringo. What? <laughs> Manja cake, yeah. Uh, that uh, uh, that uh, I am, uh, you know, hearing bad things about mac and cheese. That's so funny. You know? No, anyway. I, 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 that that's a part of my culture. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. Mac that and cheese and, is a part of my culture. Absolutely. Uh, yeah. Hello. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and I believe we all have very strong opinions on how you make your craft dinner. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like the process of. I don't keep milk in the house anymore. Jesus um, Christ. So I make it with uh, some cream cheese and butter and a little bit of water. Oh, that sounds pretty good, actually. It's it, it, it plays. Yeah. I know somebody that makes it with uh, coconut oil, and I think they should be in jail. Oh, that's. I'm not going to lie to you. I a, think that person should be in jail. That's a strong taste. And it's not a dietary oil. thing. It's not like they're yeah. vegan and that's why they do it. It's like literally they're it's like, a, no, I just like it like this. I'm like, that's a, fucking insane. It's a flavored oil. Oh God! I yeah, just I'm, I'm, I'm I, freaking I'm, out just thinking about it. I don't even it. like the taste of coconut in most things. Like a macaroon is a real. No, I stretch. like coconut, but it's got there's got to be coconut there. <laughs> gotta be, yeah, <laughs> yeah. There's yeah. got to be a piece of coconut uh, in what I'm eating. But yeah. yes, anyway. So all, a- <laughs> all this to say, Ma- I think one there's a language issue as well with Massimo. Yeah, like he doesn't. Obviously, the father speaks Italian and he speaks Italian, mm-hmm. but like English is not his first language, so he's like trying to communicate with J-Lo and understand what's going on. Which so, I actually think makes him smart. Yeah. I mean, if you're on your second language, you're already a fucking world ahead of me, buddy. Oh, <laughs> you're yeah. killing it. Killing it. Yeah. And the other thing is, um, he's, yeah, he's just he's just a stand-up guy. He's he's there when he needs her. He's not when she doesn't want him. Mm-hmm. Like, and, and the idea that J-Lo <laughs> is a woman who cannot get a man is so funny to me, and I just always went back to the. Um, did you ever read Tina Fey's Bossy Pants? I did. The quote she goes, but I I, I, I grabbed this off offline because I was like I, I love this so much. So like she's being like, oh J Lo can't get a man. This is 
Tina Fey from Bossy Pants. It's, but I think the first real change in women's body image came when J-Lo turned it butt style. That was the first time that having a large scale situation in the back was part of mainstream American beauty. Girls wanted butts now. Men were free to admit that they'd always enjoyed them. And then, what felt like moments later, boom, Beyonce brought the leg meat. A back porch and a thick muscular legs were now widely admired, and from that day forward, women embraced their diversity and realized that all shapes and sizes are beautiful. <laughs> no, I'm totally messing with you. All Beyonce and J-Lo have done is add to the laundry list of attributes women must have to qualify as beautiful. Now every girl is expected to have Caucasian blue eyes, full Spanish lips, a classic button nose, hairless Asian uh, skin with a California tan, a Jamaican dance hall ass, long Swedish legs, small Japanese feet and the abs of a lesbian gym owner, the hips of a nine-year-old boy and the arms of Michelle Obama and doll tits. The person closest to actually achieving this look is Kim Kardashian, who, as we know, was made by Russian scientists to sabotage our athletes. Oh, Jesus Christ. And every time I see J-Lo. You think, think of that, of that whole quote? That. Well, the, <laughs> the finally women were able to yeah, have the ass. Yeah, it's yeah. just like, oh, fuck. I just, yeah. So the idea that she's a woman who can't get a man is laughably funny in this oh, movie. Oh, it's absolutely ridiculous. She's the hottest woman in this movie. It's yeah. not even fucking close to it. Yeah, I, and it's, I don't know. Because the whole crux of it is, I think, is that it's just that she's married to her job. It's not like a personality thing or like, it's, it just always goes wrong for me or whatever. It's just like, no, hmm. you're so into your career. That's kind of... Yeah. the I, I mean, as somebody who has had a uh, fucking engagement fall apart, I'm like, just get, get the fuck over it, girl. Keep trucking. There's good dick out there. <laughs> The good dick's coming. Don't yeah, it's worry. Out there. It's yeah, out there. like I just think, you know, maybe fuck a couple of people you hate. See how you feel. Mm-hmm. Just live a little. Yeah, I think get you're... that fucking meat wallet out there. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> get it fucking flapping, bud. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, not that. In the no. wind. In, In the, the wind. wind. Um... <laughs> oh you dirty dog and i I think she's here's the thing i think she's allowed to be a little jaded after you know um breaking up with the fiance who is sleeping with another girl for you know Mm -hmm. that's that's a all right we're gonna go play the field i'm no longer this like idealist romantic yeah right i'm gonna go get it i'm gonna and dad doesn't need to know about that. So he's setting you up with Massimo. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I always... I also, don't know. Massimo kind of not a bad looker, right? Oh, my God. No. I thought okay. he was the prize. I was like, I thought he was looking a lot better than McConaughey in this. Like, there's there's an like, alternative casting where they use Alberto Benini, And you're like, that's crazy. Uh, who's Alberto Benini? From Life is Beautiful. The guy who, at the Oscars, he was jumping on the the, the seats and things. Literally, the, the definition of, like kind of crazy over the top Italian man. Oh, I see. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So like, yeah, no, this guy, I I think he's hot as fuck. And he only got hotter over the movie because he leveled out more and more and more. You yeah. know what I mean? Like he, he came in like a fucking whirlwind on his little Vespa. And then. Yeah. Also, that's a very American thing to be like, look at this loser on his small little bike. You're like, first of all, that is uh, way easier to park in a city. Yeah. And way better on gas than a fucking Escalade or whatever. Plus, you've been there. on a vet. So fun. Yeah. It's so fun, exactly. man. Exactly. Yeah. 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 You. That's great. 
what a, what a practical automobile yes. for your debut in America, you know? I just feel like it's got all the fun of a motorcycle with much more safety. Yeah. Great. <laughs> I'm, I'm on here for a Vespa. A little, uh, of course you little are. little electric scooter. Go, go for it. Anyway, you know, no, I'm, I'm, I'm team Mossimo for sure. Like, do I think they should got married? Absolutely not. Okay. This, no. this, this escalation of uh, you guys are going to get ma- ma- also married on the same day. Girl, you had work that day. You had work that day. You had work that was going to make you a partner that day. You suck it up. Suck it up. We can kick that wedding, this spontaneous wedding down the road to. Yeah, to you're the, going to literal city hall. You're fucking a, pump the brakes. You're also a wedding planner. <laughs> like you can. Yes. You can. can you ima- buddy, can you imagine getting married to a wedding planner and them going, I guess we'll just. We'll just walk down to City Hall. I'd be like, you don't love me. <laughs> like, you uh, don't. <laughs> it's a bit of that. I can see it. It's a bit of that, like, plumbers never do the plumbing in their own house yeah, sort of thing. Because okay. when right. they get home at the end of the yeah. day, the last thing they, they want to do, do is plumb. Uh, plumb? That's what, that's the, plumbers plumb. <laughs> you plumb. It's the, that's the, I'm sorry, I've just never, I've just never heard anybody say that in my life. <laughs> you know, you don't want to get home and plumb, plumb. you know. <laughs> That's what plumbing is. You, you're a plumber. You do plumbing. You plumb. You plumb. You plumb. <laughs> you know. Uh, sorry, that just sent me out of it. I love that. Planners plan. <laughs> Plumbers plumb. Plumbers plumb. <laughs> you plumbing that? <laughs> All right. You plumb the depths of the yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Um, do you have any? No man, Team Massimo all the way. Oh, yeah. Marry that guy. Marry him. Just do what do what. Fran right. and Massimo deserve to meet each other. <gasps> they'd actually be mad cute, I think. Right? <laughs> yeah, I think that'd be great. You're just like, I'm gonna build this house and support you. She's like, Thanks, I'm a millionaire. I don't need it. Mm. But all this to say is I will never willingly watch this movie again. Yeah, it's unpleasant. It's not a it's unpleasant. Uh, yeah. Well, he's unpleasant. It's on it. the rotation. It's, I'm gonna say that. Yeah. It's a man doing commit it's like a man doing things to a woman like yeah. like like lying and like he literally there's no back and forth at one point said to Jayla he goes I'm just being a guy Ugh. fucking stop yeah. <laughs> he, stop it he is victimizing it's it's a man victimizing two women yeah and we're somehow supposed to root for him yep you know what this you know how this movie should have ended fuck you I'm not gonna marry you me and Fran are going to Vegas hey we're gonna light it up. I love that Fran went on the honeymoon though. She's like, no, I'm I'm gonna take oh, that yeah. for me because also right. I paid for it. <laughs> oh, she, she paid for everything. I paid for it anyway. Uh, now it is time to get to our rankings. I've got the um, one thing J Lo was doing a lot in this movie was talking about like the things she sees in weddings that are red flags. Right. She's like, oh, you know, like you know, you pick this song. I'm gonna give you six six months or whatever. So I wrote down my personal ones Ooh. that I have experienced in weddings. Uh, so from playing uh, EDM which is a wild choice for a wedding. I gotta be honest with you. It was not themed that way. You made a weird DJing decision uh, all the way up to uh, a hammered groom. You see a pee your pants fall down hammered groom. You're like, you're not making it. (laughs) You're not making it. I am going to give Matthew McConaughey's character a 
Um, every wedding speech was about them as individuals. <laughs> I don't know if you've ever been to one of those uh, weddings where yeah, you're like, like oh, have couple stories. None of none of the none of the brides. Nobody talked about them as a couple. I went to one of these weddings. It blew my fucking socks off, dude. Like I was like, this is so inappropriate. I don't even understand what's going on. It was just like they're just such high achievers, and it's like this is all this person achieved, and then this is all this person achieved, and I was like. Do you guys even live together? Like, what's going down here? <laughs> it was the most loveless oh, wedding God. I think I've ever been to. They literally talked about the architecture <laughs> of the building we were in. Anyway, that's uh, that's, that's just me not though. Gonna make it, or that's gonna make or it forever, all the, forever. Yeah. Because you're perfectly matched. I was really on the fence about it. Either yeah. way, it was a personal red flag to yeah. me. If that yeah. was my wedding, it'd be a no. Uh, and that's what I'm giving Matthew McConaughey, is a no. <laughs> Love it. It's a no for me. Oh, yeah, for sure. Uh, I did uh, the cardinal rules of wedding planning scale. <laughs> Love it. Love it. Yes. What are so, uh, the other cardinal rules? Yeah. That's so great. on a scale from uh, return a client's phone calls, <laughs> yeah. you know, all the way to don't fall in love with the groom. Uh, I'm going to give Fran. I'm going to rate mm. Fran. Uh, book a venue because it's exactly what you expect and exactly what you want. Yeah. Get it, girl. Like, yeah. yeah. Get it. Get it. No, no faults. Get that. Uh, guys, we're going to get to our uh, heroes and villains of the week in a second. But first, a uh, few ways uh, you can support the podcast. Uh, so first of all, if you want to get in touch with us, um, I believe this was an audience suggestion from uh, from way, 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 way back. Uh, we're finally getting into it now. If you want to suggest a movie, you can get in touch with us on pretty much any social media platform at Villain Was Right. We're on Instagram. We're on TikTok. We're on uh, Facebook, even. Uh, and uh, you can also email us your suggestions or, or your thoughts on the show at Villain Was Right at gmail.com. Uh, we should be somewhat up to date now. I sat in an airport and responded to a bunch of your messages. <laughs> Love um, you, Craig. But if you, if you uh, want to get in touch with us, uh, that's probably the best way to do it. We do read everything. We do. Uh, it may take us a while to respond, mm -hmm. but we'll, we'll get to you. We love hearing from you. Because I'm a fucking nightmare. No. It's <laughs> yes. A, it's both of us. Uh, <laughs> and uh, if you want to uh, support us financially. Of course, we are on Patreon. Patreon.com slash the film was right. We we have many tiers if you would like to hear uh, our ad free, if you would like to hear uh, audience, or sorry, if you want to be a part of the audience choice, you're like, fuck these movies that you guys are picking, have your say heard on what we're covering. And we also have, we drop two bonus episodes a month where Craig picks something that's been accepted by society as good <laughs> and I pick something that is actually good and we do that uh, it's been a lot of fun recently of picking uh, you know opposite sides of movies I guess is what you would say and uh, yeah and thank you so much just for you know being a listener and being here and you know helping us out so thank you for that and now it is time for our heroes and villains of the week i've just got like a light a light hero um which is just the classic slumber party mm. that is my hero um because i i've been having it's january man like or like it was it's february now but like I, towards the end of january i was starting to i don't know if you get that too but i'm like oh i, I was Ooh, getting burnt. You know what I mean? Really get feeling burnt out. I don't know what happened this year for me, but like the second January 1st hit, I had the most amount of work to do. 
just constantly and consistently just my calendar's fucking full i was dying and my friend was like why don't you come up let's do like a little cottage romp like we'll go up to my cottage it'll be like you know basically like me and like four of my closest friends wow. and we're just gonna go to this cottage and hang out for a few days and we did and honestly we did like I don't know. I don't even know how to qualify. Like the most childish shit. And it was the best fucking time. Yeah. We did crafts. We binged watched movies and TV shows. We played truth or dare. I literally made a snow angel <laughs> and giggled my ass off the whole time because I was like, I don't think I've made a snow angel in probably 20 years. Yeah. Why would you? <laughs> but it was just like doing all of this fun stuff. And it was just so, I felt so revitalized where I was like, oh yeah, like this was the silliness I required. I just needed to do something for four days that didn't fucking matter. I love this so much. I'm smiling. For yes, you. it was beautiful? so great. Like, it was just, so like, fun. Like I don't know, just the idea of you like, <laughs> in, like flannel PJs. Oh, hundred no, percent. In a like sleeping bag on the floor just with your like, retainer in, playing Truth or Dare. Is Buddy, so, I was losing like, it. It's just, just so pleasant sounding. That's so funny because I have, I actually do have. Of course, <laughs> I do. I have, um, I have like a onesie. I have a flannel onesie, oh, just a hundred percent. And every time I wear it when I'm at home, uh, my roommate calls it my farting around outfit. Yeah, because <laughs> I'm farting around. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Someone mentioned a while ago. It's like, oh, no one's thriving in January and February. Like mm -hmm. everyone's just getting through. And it, like it was like one of those like lightning bolts of truth that just hit me in my head. I was like, oh, I'm just allowed to be getting by these months, you yeah. know? So it's like, oh, it's so great to hear. Oh, yeah, it was just the best, man. Just my, all of, all of those ladies just doing that, my heroes, so fun. I felt so much better when I got back. I was just yeah. like, sometimes you just need to drop everything. Yeah, take care of yourself. Yes. That's what do you got for us, Craig? Yeah, I got a, I got another hero mm. this week. We're, we're being all positive. Look at us. Mm. Um, I, uh, I, I am officially done. I, I finished uh, doing the science workshops in school. Congratulations. I, I this uh, Thursday as we're recording this, this Thursday passed as we recorded, I did my last one and I dropped all my stuff off. So I'm all done. And um, I just wanted to mention it on here uh, as a hero, like, because I'm sure some of you are like, wait, didn't you quit your day job back in like mm. 2018? You quit mm. your office job. So like officially now, the only thing I do is comedy related, um, this podcast and stand up and all the rest. But like, I just want to point out that it is not a straight line, right? Mm. Like, like if you're doing any kind of career change or you're trying to like succeed in some sort of creative field, it's never a straight line. I'm not going to say that I'm never going to have a part-time job before, but like quitting the like nine to five engineering job and getting a part-time job doing like science workshops in school is like a movement in the right direction and quitting this is a movement in the right direction. It's like kind of sailing into the wind, you know, like you got to tack back and forth yeah, yeah. and that sort of thing. Um, but, uh, yeah, it's just, it's made me kind of very happy and also very scared and nervous. Because no, like, you don't know. It's beautiful. It's beautiful, but like, yeah, now I'm going to have a whole bunch of time to like work on other things and, and do all the rest. So that's my, kind of my hero of the week, just sort of And that's my that. hero too, because you answered our emails. But yeah. it, no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I fucking love that, man. You know I love that. Yeah, yeah. That's yeah. great. Yeah, so here I am. I'm a full-time comedian for the first time in my adult life. Fuck yeah. yeah. Oh my God, guys. 
Well, that's it for us, team. Uh, as always, you can follow me at Rebecca Reads on any platform of your choosing. And you can follow me at Craig Fake Comedy on uh, any platform you to a platform that you choose. Um, and uh, CraigFay.com for show dates. And you guys can catch us next week. We are continuing on our Romantic Movie Month with our Audience Choice episode. And it has been chosen that it will be The Princess and the Frog. I'm very excited for that episode. So you can catch that next week. And this is The Villain Who Was Right reminding you that M&Ms are candy coated. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. The Villain Was Right is produced by Andrew Ivamy as part of the From Superheroes Network. For more great podcasts like this, as well as webcomics, articles, and so much more, visit FromSuperheroes.com.